You're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels. <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Hey, hey, CEO Mischief Makers, MKJ here. And I just want to tell you that today's guest has some incredible things to share. And I hope this week, this whole three episodes, I hope you find them as valuable and thought-provoking and useful as I have. So if you want to check out more about what Brittany is doing, you can go to 51blocks.com. That's 51, the number's 51, and the word blocks, B-L-O-C-K.com, blocks, B-L-O-C-K-S.com. I highly recommend if you are an agency owner of any kind serving any niche that you check this out because what she and her team are doing is really unprecedented. This whole just sell process that she talked about, I'm telling you, you will be blown away. So please check out 51blocks.com and just go around the site. And I, I, I dare you to contradict me because what she's doing is completely unique in the agency space. So check her out. I can't wait to hear what you think. Please let me know if you want to drop me a line, mk at callmemkj.com. I would love to hear about it, but I really want you to go check 51blocks.com and learn more about what Brittany and her team are doing. You won't be disappointed. I promise. Chat soon. Hey, hey, CEO Mischief Makers, welcome back. If you have not gone and listened to Monday's episode where we talk about mindset with my amazing guest, Brittany, you need to go do that because she, oh my gosh, she ended that episode in a place where, well, I'll just put it this way. In about a 30 second span of time, she covered what it took me 10 flipping years to change in myself. And that is the control aspect. And so I'm going to say this really quickly, go listen to that. And here is where we're going to start. If you are an entrepreneur who started who started a company, you've started your your amazing adventure into entrepreneurship, and you've gotten to that point where, well, let's be honest, you are the bottleneck. You're the one that's stopping the company from growing because you have to have your fingers in everything. Well, go listen to that episode because at the end of that episode, she's going to tell you why you need to change that. And now today, we're going to dive a little deeper into innovation, how you can innovate that for yourself. So first off, welcome back, Brittany. Here we go. All right. So we didn't really talk a lot about the details of what you do and what your incredible company, who you serve. So how about we start there? What, who do you serve? Who is your, I don't really use avatar anymore. I don't use any of those terms. I really use the term, who do you serve? Yeah. So we serve digital marketing agency owners and entrepreneurs, I would say is our our primary demographic that come to us. Okay. And another thing in this episode really impact is one. So in that demographic, how are you impacting them before we go on to the next one? How do you impact them? 
Well, I think there's a couple of ways we impact them. One, we essentially teach them how to let go of control because I know we talked a little bit about that. So we have a lot of cool things in place that babysit them on the way there, which is a really hard thing to do. And then of course we help them grow their businesses. I think at the core of what we do and do well, we are helping people essentially start up businesses overnight and learn how to scale them, which is a really hard thing to learn from the internet. And it's a really hard thing to just do on your own. So we're helping people shortcut that. Wow. Okay. Agencies, starting an agency and shortcut it to hopefully avoid all the pitfalls that, again, I had to do over probably a three-year period before my agency started scaling. So you're taking that three years that I had to, to take in all those lessons and you're condensing it into how long? Yeah. Oh, the startup period is nearly overnight for us. You know, a, a big aspect of what we've been able to provide are the teachings of the learning lessons we have had ourselves. We're 13 years old. In 13 years, you learn so many aspects of client management, of sales, of productizing a solution, of living in a virtual world. All of these things where sometimes we have to just learn by going through the motions and we're naturally going to make mistakes in those motions as we learn. So what we've tried to do is we've basically tried to say, hey, you want to start a marketing agency rather than you starting it, learning how to do your lead gen and learning how to do it. Why don't you come here and we'll go ahead and give you pretty much everything you can swipe, everything you can pitch, all the things all in place for you. And guess what? We'll even manage your clients so you can retain them because those are the hardest aspects of growth is there's so many moving parts to an agency structure. And I think that not one person is capable of successfully executing on all of those things. And so that's a, a big way that we help to provide it. So let's talk about that because again, I have run an agency, I thought pretty successfully, but it took me a lot of tears and uncertainty and doubt and clients who I probably should not have accepted. So how are you taking that standard process of agency work? So things like niche selection and services that you're going to offer and specific types of customers and level of business that you're going to go after and the standard agency model, which is pick a service, pick a niche, offer that service to clients, find clients to sell it to, sell it to those clients, fulfill on that sale. How are you innovating that whole process? Yeah. Now, I think the biggest part of our innovation comes down to the way we've streamlined everything. It's funny. I, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs that are previous consultants. And one of the things that I notice is kind of a trend is the over complication of a service meaning they try and stick all these different things in all these different ways for one lead. And then the next one looks different. And then the next one looks different. And the way that we've been able to help innovate this is to simplify, to almost come up with some form of a rinse and repeat model when it comes to productizing digital marketing, which can be tough. You don't want to go too cookie cutter. And then you don't want to, of course, be too customized where it becomes really unprofitable. It becomes hard at scale, things like that. So the way that we've been able to innovate for the people we serve is simplifying the process of sales, understanding that there doesn't need to be all of this flashy, shiny stuff up front. Really, you need to just be an authority, understand their pain points, what they want, and, and tie it into almost like a formula. 
And we do this a lot with client management where I'm like, hey, it's really just a formula to understand how to speak to a client, right? You restate the concern, you talk about the root cause, you offer a next step solution. It's the same thing we do with our, with our agency owners. We learn how to formulate on the front end how you can sell these products so that it is really easy and it's not overcomplicated. So th- those are some of the ways that we've been able to help innovate there. Wow. That's a really sweet spot that you have to find um, yes. as an agency owner because too customized, then you not only not profitable if you keep your prices low, if you want to be quote competitive, or you price yourself out of the market because you take too much time to have to fulfill those services or too general, and you're not going to be able to find the clientele to pay you a decent amount to really perform a specific service. So there's a sweet spot. And would you, I don't know, tell me your opinion on this. Is that different for each agency? Do you allow them or do you think that the agency owner decides where that might be, even though they can use some of your specific systems and frameworks to be able to deliver the service, find the clients, sell and do all that at scale? Do you let them kind of find that sweet spot or do you think you've already got that figured out? We do. I mean, I think when it comes to being an agency owner, part of the enjoyment is to create something of your own. And so when we were innovating our own agency to go, how do we appeal to, you know, hundreds of niches? We had to really think about the freedom we could give our agency owners when it came to creating what they wanted to offer. So we essentially productize everything into an a la carte subscription model where we developed a product builder. They can go in and they can basically say, okay, I'm going to go after home builders. For the home builder space, I want to be able to offer them this, this, and this. Now we have our plumbers, right? It may look different. Now, a lot of our educational resources have helped to guide them on this because we assume no one has been in this space before. So why don't we give them a helping hand? But we definitely get people in who have done this. They've gone after niches before, and now they're really just looking to streamline the way that they go about it. But I I think that giving them that freedom, not having them stick into our little box, but really saying, hey, I've got a couple of choices. Pick which one is going to suit you best, knowing your audience, because some of these guys have worked in the field. Some of them just are very passionate about those fields. It allows them to, I think, just be so much more creative with it. And, you know, all of our stuff I know is already kept in scope. So it's not, it's fine with me if they go and sky's the limit is what I usually tell them. As long as they can sell it, that's great. (laughs) But yeah, we try and give them some creative freedom there. That's awesome. And so I love it. I love how you just described that. So take me a little deeper. So if if I'm, let's say, going to be a client of yours and I, and you've obviously innovated and not, I wouldn't say the word templatized, you could, but that that kind of cheapens the service to me when you look at, buy, I don't want to buy a template. I want something that I can, that is really unique to me. And yes, templates we can usually make unique based on our own personal experience. And that, to be honest with you, that's how I identify. That's how I define innovation is to take that, which you and your company have done is to take a a standard template that we all know as a standard human way of doing anything, whether it's business or chopping wood or, you know, it doesn't (laughs) matter. There's a standard way to do it. And we bring ourselves into it. We bring our own personality, our own previous experience, just like you talked about bringing your previous experience into the CEO role. Mm -hmm. We can get this as minute as we want, but if we look at a business and look at a standard framework like agencies, we can innovate that with our own experience. So I love how you've allowed people to bring that into your model, no matter what it is, no matter what niche, no matter what previous experience they have, no matter what they've experienced before, they can bring all of that into your model 
and create success with it and then scale. Right. That's incredible. Tell me about your response to your your clients who start these agencies with this particular innovation. Yeah, I have to say I'm really lucky. Every sales call I go on to, people go, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know this existed and this is amazing." So it, you know, what it comes down to and why I can give creative freedom, why I can allow them to have all of this space on the front end to develop what they want is because I've got the tried and true systems on the back end that safety net the decisions they're making. And that comes down to creating campaigns that are really around a client's goals. You know, things that we say in our agency are like, there's never a need to have this massive budget. It's being smart with a marketing budget. And so the reason why I can have somebody sell maybe something at a low level, maybe I wouldn't suggest that on a normal basis, but they can still do it is because at the end of the day, this team is working towards a goal. And even if we have to explain how A plus B equals C, and it takes a little longer because our budget's a little lower, that keeps clients going because they understand that like, great, you're still headed on the same path I want you to be on. And so I think that's really why we're able to do it in the way. And trust me, we checked out the market and we were like, wow, you either go to this white label agency and they're very cookie cutter, five keywords, two blog posts, and you're stuck in their little box. Or you go to ones that aren't super transparent, don't give you everything that you know, you're left to fend for yourself basically with these clients. And so we developed an innovation around giving something that was sellable, that was clear enough to be able to close a deal, but was still fluid enough to be able to execute against goals and get great results. Wow. So what's the next thing? How are you, because nothing stays the same, um, our world, we have AI now, we have, you know, we had the whole web three and now that kind of really blew up in during COVID when everybody was home and looking for things. Mm -hmm. And now we've got AI that's going absolutely bonkers. So what's the next thing you are innovating in this framework? What else are you bringing into this that shows your level of innovation? I think we're definitely going to be leveraging AI in ways that other agencies don't currently. And when I say agencies, I usually mean white label agencies because that's our that's our market. We're currently experimenting with an AI bot that we feed in the questions. It gives us back the answers. I'm currently looking at it like, who does this replace in my agency or what kind of support does this give our partners? Meaning, can I feed it every one of our sales resources and training guides that people don't necessarily read all the time, right? And can they now have a tool that they can use like a sales assistant who's going to answer the question for them when they're like, hey, how much does this cost for this particular population? You know, stuff like that. So our agency will be using AI to definitely innovate on systems and processes that our partners can leverage, which I think will be a big benefit to them in terms of like scopes and everything like that. I think AI is definitely going to take us a long way in being able to produce more volume for them in ways that we couldn't before. And specifically, obviously, we know around content development or how many ads we can test at once, things of that nature. So I think there's going to be a huge benefit to leveraging AI in terms of like how we apply it to getting to the goals faster or making things easier to learn, stuff like that. And, you know, I'm all about it. I'm one of those people that I'm not afraid of it. I'm really about getting ahead of it and using it because I think it's to our advantage as digital marketing companies, rather than feeling like it's going to replace us in any way. You know, I just want to, I'll be smart about that. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. 
Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own. 